Everybody's looking for advantages in efficiency. And this week, we're going to tell you a simple thing that you could do to maybe save a couple or more hours a week this week on The Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to The Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine and time management or really the lack of enough time to do our jobs in veterinary practice is one of the most pressing issues that we all confront. And this week, we want to talk about everybody's favorite, medical record keeping. How do you dictate your notes? How do you take your notes? How do you record everything? Well, we are going to talk to a person who has a really innovative solution for that that just might save you hours and hours of effort every week. But before we get into that, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And Becky, we have been so looking forward to this particular episode because it talks about a tool that really impacts you and me on a daily basis. We spend a lot of time clicking in front of a keyboard. And honestly, over the past couple of months, I've kind of had less clickety-clacking going on. I cannot shut up about this thing. I and it's so funny because I think people think I'm trying. Like I probably work for them, and like I'm trying to sell it. And I'm like, please understand that this. I know it has nothing to do with me. It's just that I'm so in love with this product. And to be fair, talking to uh, you know, you can use this product with whatever microphone. But the microphone they recommend is just like beyond amazing. And so, hey, wait, 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 you're getting ahead. We haven't even told who this is yet. I'm and recommending I, it to everyone I know. <laughs> Disclaimer: First of all, this is, podcast is not sponsored. This no. is truly something that we think you need to hear about. And so today we are excited to talk with, I guess, the founder, the inventor, the head honcho of Talkatu, Sean Wilkie. And he's joining us all the way from the bitter cold climbs of Canada. Ooh. Hey, Dr. Ernie and Becky, so good to be here. Hi. Hey, it is so good to see you. And, and really, uh, I don't know if you could tell, but we have a little bit of enthusiasm about this product. And so I would like to start off, Sean, just introduce the concept of Talka2. Tell us w how this whole thing came about and why we should you know, really be taking a listen to this new way of interfacing with computers. Yeah, great. So let's get started. Um, so I would say the way this whole thing came about is I've been involved in technology uh, since the very beginning of my career, um, working with computers, technology, um, and IT. And I've had been through uh, about five other companies at this point in my life and a bunch of other kind of side projects, all related to technology. So my first company was a uh, uh, a computer store that I started when I dropped out of university uh, to help students kind of get technology in their hands at an affordable price. And back in those days, you know, we could sell a used laptop for a couple hundred dollars or you could buy a new one for a couple thousand dollars. And now, so, Sean, when are we talking? Is this the 80s, the yeah, 90s? Yeah, that's a great question. So 1999 was when okay. that company started. So not yesterday, but not the 80s, because uh, I was born in the 80s. Right. right. <laughs> Rub it in, Sean. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah, so in the, right. in the 1999, so you're dropping out of university because you recognize that, hey, students need more accessibility to computers, so you're going to open a shop. That's very cool. Yeah, exactly. And then so one shop turned into two, uh, you know, turning or selling computers to students turned into doing IT for large companies. 
And then, you know, in parallel, because, you know, us entrepreneurs, we don't like to do one thing at a time. I started another company alongside with Google to help people um, have better email systems. Oh, man. So we started this company called Sheepdog, and Sheepdog was information's best friend. (laughs) And we deployed Gmail and Google Apps for companies all around the world. And that company grew pretty big. We had 40 staff, a couple of offices, got to work alongside with some of the smartest people in my life. And then the story just continues like that, Ernie, like I'm doing one thing, then I'm doing two things, then I've got three jobs at the same time, all in technology. And, you know, fast forward to kind of current day, um, I was involved um, in the veterinary industry. Uh, had this podcast that you guys have been on. So I think I'm the second, I, I got to repeat uh, my appearance on the veterinary viewfinder, which I feel yeah, pretty yeah. privileged yeah. about, just like you, Becky, on our podcast. <laughs> um, record breaker, I think, still That's holding, right. holding hold, the record, lead. Holding the title. That's right. We're just trying to figure out what we're going to talk about next <laughs> from an innovation perspective. But yeah, so, you know, I, I was involved in the veterinary industry, loved it, started the podcast and thought to myself, you know what? there's a better way for us to do this. And so, you know, going back a couple of years, we started to research dictation and other ways that we might be able to provide a simpler solution, one that didn't require training, one that you could start, you know, with in two minutes after making a decision to dictate your medical records. And that's how Talkatu was born. It was born out of this idea of being able to take a look at technology dictation and think about how we can make it simpler so that people didn't have to take a training or learn a new piece of software and really what we created was a one button solution that we've got a couple million dollars invested into at this point but sometimes making software easy to use is much more complex and more challenging than making something difficult to use or multifaceted. So yeah, we just try to keep it simple. And that's been our guiding principle with Takatu right from the start. Wow. And Sean, just a quick little backgrounder. So I don't think any of our probably current listeners will remember this, but back in the late 90s, myself and Michael Chang, who was in Honolulu at the time, um, were experimenting with dictation devices because both of us sort of were optimizing our time. You know, this is back when we were both solo practitioners, you know, grossing a million dollars a year, you know, all that kind of story, right? And one of the things that I was doing was I was using uh, a program called Dragon Dictation, I think it was called at the time. I know they've got several versions to this day. But basically, I would, during surgery, Becky, when I was doing spays and neuters, I would be dictating the morning's uh, soaps into this, you know, microphone. And we, you know, we'd put a, you know, clip it onto your scrubs and you would be going surgery and talking at the same time. And the problem with that, Sean, was number one, it only interfaced with programs like a text editor. So you had to then take that document, edit it in whatever, you know, still some mistakes or cleanups or whatever. And then you'd have to somehow figure out a way to get that into your PIMS. Now, one of the things I think that Talkatu does really, really well is directly integrate with your practice management software. So explain to me, you know, there's a gap. You can imagine now you're in 99. I'm, I'm experimenting with things in my uh, surgery suite. And then within a couple of years, we're all going, eh, it, it seemed like it had a lot of promise, but it didn't deliver. And then suddenly today, you guys are able to press one button and it can go anywhere. How did you do that? Yeah, it's a really interesting journey um, from the 90s, you know, when this technology came around to today. 
and I think the the biggest thing is that the biggest thing that has changed to enable this is the way that computational power has you know just kind of emerged out of nowhere. You know, back in those days, what was happening is the computer that you had in front of you was doing all of the work, was doing all of the heavy lifting, and nowadays, you know, the computer that's in front of you running Talkatu is really just a like a reception device. It's just like a TV. It's just, you know, you're just watching what's happening. Um, and the power that's behind the dictation that Takatu has built is literally running on the largest computer system in the world. So if you can imagine, you know, you're, you're kind of digging a hole with a shovel or you're digging a hole with the biggest piece of equipment possible. And that's really what's enabled us to kind of come at this solution with so much power is we're, we're literally running off the backs of giants that give us the ability to process so much data at such quick speeds that we've got this incredible brain that's able to listen so well and then provide really accurate results as opposed to trying to do that all on that little computer that's at the vet clinic. And, and to be fair, I just want to say this is like not limited to practice management software. Right, and that's, right, that, yeah, like, that's... that's why I love it so much because I'm not touching practice management software. It is anything that you're typing until your hands want to fall off or the fact that you're typing until your hands want to fall off all day long that you can just start dictating through emails, through, you know, outlines, through articles anything you type. So it's not just practice management software. Yeah, that's a great catch, Becky. And, and thanks for doing it. Um, Ernie tried to keep me on track there, but I totally lost it, which is, <laughs> you know, you're not limited to any piece of software, or you're not restricted on being able to use it with any software. If you can type with your keyboard, you can use Talkatu in the same place. And so that that was one of the really big challenges that we knew we needed to overcome if we were going to be widely adopted. We didn't want to restrict people from having to put it into a text editor and then cleaning it up. So what Talkatu does is it works exactly like a keyboard. So anywhere you can type, you can use Talkatu. So people will say, do you integrate with Cornerstone? Do you integrate with Avamark? Do you integrate with EasyVet? And we have a really simple answer, which is we work in all of those pieces of software, we integrate with veterinary software that has yet to be made or even imagined. Because if you can type in the application, you can use Talkatu. So Becky, to your point, you know, if you've got a whole inbox of 20 or 30 or 50 emails that you've got to get out from underneath, you can use Talkatu to dictate those emails in record time. And Sean, I got to tell you, that has been the biggest boon to me. Uh, honestly, the email interface is brilliant for me, right? Because I can quickly say, hey, great to hear from you. Thanks so much. Uh, let's schedule that meeting for next Tuesday at 2 p.m. I mean, I can do that that fast. Now, I am not a typist. I never took typing. I am a, what do you call it, hunt and pecker or whatever. You know, <laughs> so I make a lot of mistakes. And what I found, Sean, is the accuracy of me dictating these quick emails is so much better and precise than me actually typing it. I'm spending less time... Uh, what do you call spell checking? You're <laughs> going back and highlighting and saying, oh yeah, I meant to say T-H-E instead of T-E-H, right? So, I mean, Sean, well done. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're really welcome. And, and thanks for the, um, 
Thanks for the kind words. I think one of the other things that's really neat about our application is if you're a talker, like uh, three people that are on this podcast, <laughs> um, we have the ability to have uh, punctuation enabled so yes. that it does it automatically for you. Yes. And if you speak like we're speaking to each other, as if we're talking to another person, the punctuation, the auto punctuation is really excellent. So you literally can click, talk, hit the send button on your emails, and the accuracy is going to be very good. And for somebody that's not a typer, or not a speller, which is also me, um, you know, this software is transformational in what it will allow you to do for your day-to-day -day work. Yeah, and viewfinders, just to kind of clarify what Sean is saying there, if you've ever used Siri and you're doing a text message and you want to add uh, punctuation, you have to say like, hey, Becky, exclamation point. <laughs> How are you doing today? Question mark. You guys know what I'm talking about. Now, I think talk to has a, uh, an option, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong, where you can do that. So if you're used to saying, hi, Sean, exclamation point, how's it going? Exclamation point. Um, but it will insert based on, you know, grammar and pausing. That's how it appears to me automatically most punctuation, correct? Yeah, bingo. Exactly. And so we do have both ways. So you can you can do it manually like you could on your phone or you can have it so that it does it automatically. And I mean, we have people that love both options and that's why they're there. I know this and it, I know this has like this sounds like a hard promo episode, but it is truly because <laughs> I partially like we both put I, I said to Dr. Ernie, like we have to do this because it, it has been so life changing. And um, for me, just kind of enjoyable in the sense that, you know, I am doing so much typing, especially in terms of outlines or, you know, book chapters. And you guys were talking about the punctuation. You're talking about how specific you can make this. And it's why it really does stand out over other software, right? Like we've all tried a lot of different other dictation software. You know, I'm in grad school. I've tried every single one <laughs> to try to get through some of these papers. This one has um, amazing accuracy, but you can also um, specify the words. So you can make, yeah. for example, like capitalize Becky Mosser so that when I say it, it's capitalized in the typing, which again, for, you know, medical records and for very specific terminology, it's like boom and in there. And I have to say, it's one of my my favorite things about this. Uh, and, it, and it really truly is about time-saving stuff and um, the ability to kind of maybe even include the client who, of course, doesn't want to probably, you know, everyone freaks out when you hold the microphone in front of them. But, you you know, you can get exact accurate information, not, you know, go back to uh, the desk and go to type and like, what, what, what was that? What was that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So Sean, that's a good, that's a good segue. So tell us some of the case examples, you know, case uses that you see veterinarians benefiting the most from this type of talk to dictation device. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the key thing that I think is driving a lot of our rapid growth right now, guys, is, is what's happening in this industry. I mean, it, it's not a mistake that we're in the veterinary field. It was a very intentional decision. You know, burnout in the veterinary field is just off the charts. Biggest, um, biggest burnout suicide issues in the veterinary industry out of any other industry. And so when you look at, you know, the bureaucratic tasks, the long hours of work, you know, just the challenges around communicate or computerization and electronic medical records. These are all of the reasons why we chose to go into this industry. 
And, you know, with with the explosion that's happening in veterinary medicine right now, more people have pets because of the pandemic. You know, there's all of this, this already strained industry is being strained even further. And so if we can help, you know, get rid of some of these menial tasks for people that, you know, and the people that use our software, I think this is a really interesting thing. Our power users are not people in their 50s and 60s. Our power users are people in their 30s and early to early to early 30s to kind of mid 40s. They're the people that are getting the most value out of our software. And I would say if we look at our, you know, our power users, half of them are touch typers. So half the people that get the most value out of our software out of all of our users are people that can type up a storm. But maybe, maybe those people did surgery all day. Or maybe those people really just hate sitting in front of the computer. So if we can cut that time in half and allow them to choose what they're going to do with that extra time, whether it's see more patients or maybe get out of the office a couple of hours <laughs> early or not, right. not go to the office when it's dark and come home when it's dark. Hit the gym. Uh, that, that's where that's where the magic is for us. Eat a better dinner. <laughs> so, and I, just because I do advocate in a lot of different aspects for it, you also have to bring in the idea of, you know, visual impairment and how empowering yeah. this can be when you're not having to kind of battle. I, literally, my life without glasses is no good at the computer. Yeah, yeah. So, but but obviously real visual impairments. And, you know, I think about just tools in general to make life easier and to bring more accessibility. And I would put this on that list. Yeah. And Sean, we can't have this discussion without, you know, really talking about the future of computer interfacing. I mean, everything, the way human beings normally interact is through verbal communication. Obviously, there's a lot of nonverbal that we do. We look at micro expressions and gesturing and all that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, Becky and I are communicating right now, as with you, via verbal channel. And that is a natural extension. And so, honestly, typing into something, drawing, tapping, swiping, these are slightly unnatural ways to interface. So explain to us or talk to us a little bit about how you see the future. I mean, like right now, I walk into my kitchen and I tell Alexa, sorry to trigger anybody's device, <laughs> to do something <laughs> to turn on my kitchen lights, right? Or to turn on my television or to whatever, right? We, we have that type of lifestyle. Now, Sean, this is only going to grow, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're at the very beginning of a change in the way that we interface with technology. And so, you know, our vision at Takatu is to empower and increase any of those digital interactions that you have on a daily basis with any technology across all platforms and all devices. So whether you're on an iPhone, an Android phone, a Windows computer or a Mac computer, or you're interacting with a digital assistant, our vision is to speed up those interactions via voice. And so what we've done so far is really enabled that process on both Windows computers and yes, for all of those Macintosh or Mac computer lovers out there, we, we do it for Mac as well. But our vision is for you to have a seamless, consistent speech experience, regardless of device or platform. And that's where we're going. So like my grandiose vision for what technology looks like in just a couple of years is a veterinarian can go into the room, have the consult with the patient and the pet owner, speak to a smart speaker, 
and that's it. We're done. And that, that information will find its way into the medical record. And it is, it is. You know, Sean, I used to describe it this way. You know how like the, when we went to tablets, I used to tell people, imagine there's this five-year-old or six-year-old child and you hand them a book, you know, a regular book like you and I grew up reading. And a lot of these children start to tap on it and swipe it, trying to get it to work. Well, I can tell you in another 10 years, you hand it to a similar five or six-year-old, Sean, and they're going to say, Hey, do something. <laughs> Speak to me. Read a story or something, right? They're going to they're not going to physically interact anymore. They're going to audibly interact. Or am I just totally off my rocker? No, you're totally right. I mean, I think back to Back to the Future 2, which is a great movie. If you haven't watched it in a, in a while, you should check it out. Um, you know, and he walks into his house and he's like, you know, turn on the TV. I want this show and I want that show and, you know, turn the lights down and, you know, what do I have any messages? And I mean, that's our reality today, you know, for people that have those smart devices in their home and in their in their work life, we're almost there. We can turn on the lights, turn on the TV, but yet we're stuck sitting in front of, and this is a, this is a tidbit that I just love to tell people, we're sitting in front of a keyboard that was originally, you know, created as a typewriter, and the key layout, the QWERTY key layout on our keyboards was done in such a way to slow us down so we wouldn't jam the typewriter when we were typing letters. So we're using every one of us that interacts with a computer, which is all of us nowadays, we're using an inherently inefficient tool that was meant to slow us down. Can you imagine? Wow, that is really cool. And it makes so much sense because the keyboard originated on a mechanical device. It actually had a ribbon that had to go across. I mean, all you young viewfinders have no idea how... <laughs> mechanical typewriter works. <laughs> I had to write papers in high school on them. But, you know, the reality is it's, yeah, it, that's amazing. The interface is what's slowing us down. And honestly, you know, Sean, as we move forward, not only will it increase efficiency, but it'll increase how we interact, like what we do. You know, and uh, there's one important thing there along with the efficiency. There was a big study done, um, and it, it said that, you know, one, documentation cuts time in cuts your documentation time in half. Dictation does. But the other thing that's really interesting about it, it also increases your mood. So if you can, if we can be more efficient, we're happier. And that's just, that just makes a ton of sense, right? It's not this yeah. big, you know, mysterious thought. Like if we can get the work done that we know we need to get done and have a little bit of an extra time, of course, we're going to be happier. So, you know, and we're, you know, at talking to, we're not like, a, you know, I, I love this show because it's like an echo chamber of how awesome talking to is. But I think I'll be the first person to say that it's not perfect. It's pretty damn good, though. You know, like we can get you up to 95, 90 percent accuracy. So, I mean, imagine you're typing a page of medical notes, a referral note, and you've got to make maybe two or three or four con corrections on a page. Like how much time did you save? And, and Sean, this is, that's why I kind of brought up my story from the late 90s and abandoning it within a couple of years because it just wasn't efficient enough. It wasn't really accurate enough. And, and this is what I would say. If you've, if you've experimented before, like Becky and I both found with this new system, like we had tried it. Good Lord knows. I mean, I, I've tried a lot of different devices. And, and, and really, the Siri and the Mac, you know, I'm a Mac person, the dictation on that is okay. And it got me through, especially like open this file or search for that. But the reality is, if you haven't tried it in a while, you owe it to yourself to try it. So Sean, I guess for our viewfinder family, like 
do you have a trial version yeah. or, or how yeah, does that that's, work? That's, yeah, great question as well. So um, we we have a very kind of clear way to get started with our software. Go over to our website, give us your email address and start a seven day trial. So, you know, one thing that I think is really important to say is it's a non-committal trial. You don't need to put a credit card in. You're not going to be charged on the seventh day. Take it for a drive around the block, see what you think of it, um, ask us any questions during that time, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Now, Sean, let me ask you about the interface, because Becky and I are using your recommended microphone, so it's like a Philips smart mic or something like that. How does this, can you use just your computer speakers and microphone, or, or tell me about why, why are we using the Philips smart mic, which is incredibly accurate? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. And so so I think, you know, our vision when we launched the product just over a year ago, October of 20 October of a year ago, our vision at that time was that we wanted it to be super easy. You know, we we think of ourselves as reimagining dictation. And so with that, any microphone will work. Absolutely any microphone you know, if you've got a microphone on a webcam, if you've got a microphone built into your laptop, if there's one built into your home desktop, if you've got a headset from the 80s, if you've got one of those, you know, cheap headphones that came with a cell phone, if it's a microphone, it will work, um, period. Now, there's all kinds of other things to consider. If there's people talking behind you, if you're in a shared office space, it's not going to work because it will work too well. It'll pick up every voice around you and start typing the entire conversation. And it's fun to let it do that sometimes because it <laughs> produces some interesting <laughs> results. But, you know, the reason that we recommend these dictation microphones is one, they've got some noise canceling technology so that it's not going to get the other voices. Two, it provides us with incredible audio that's super clear, super crisp, and it makes it easier for us to give accurate results. And then the third thing, and this is probably, in my opinion, the most important, is you don't even have to interact with Takatu if you're using one of these recommended microphones. You literally have this microphone that looks kind of like a cell phone that sits on your desk. You pick it up, press a button, start talking, press the button again when you're done, put the microphone down, and it's finished. And so it's it's about the entire experience. I also find that if you've got a microphone that's on your desk and you sit down to write an email, you look at the microphone and then you think, oh, I probably shouldn't type that. And then you dictate it and you move on with your day. So it's as much of a reminder that there's a new way to do things as increasing the quality at which the things that you do work. So it's it is a valuable part of the equation, but not required. I mean, if you've got a headset and you're in a quiet room, our software is going to work perfectly fine. Um, yeah, I think that's the answer. Yeah. You know, Sean, that's two really good observations. Number one, you're right. Like uh, my wife and I share our office space. And at first I was thinking, oh, gosh, she's on the phone talking to whomever. It's going to like pick up, you know, her speaking in my when I'm trying to do an email or whatever. And it doesn't. So I Thank you for explaining the noise cancellation because it works. The other thing, too, is that physical reminder, it's a little more important than you might think because, Becky, I don't know how your experience has been, but I have it right in front of my Mac, and, yeah, it's right there. And so I literally go, oh, I should just quickly speak into this thing. Um, it is really amazing. The other thing, too, the observation, Sean, 
is that like I have a, a, t a Samsung TV and it has like a microphone with a built, I mean, I'm sorry, a remote control with a microphone built in. So you're supposed to be able to press a button and like say, say TV, you know, turn to, to CNN or whatever. Um, because I don't have the experience and legacy of using the remote to speak to it, I find I rarely do that. Whereas with this device, it has only come into my life as a way to interface with my computer. Does that make sense to you? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like because I had this other device that I was using for this other uh, task, I don't use it for the new task. Whereas this thing is new and I use it for the new task. That sounded Yeah, totally absolutely. <laughs> totally it does, Ernie. And I mean, I think the big thing that we we're fighting here, like our fight is to save people time. You know, we're, we're trying to cut their paperwork time in half, but there's this problem that we're fighting, um, which is I've done the same thing for 20 years. I've done the same thing for five years. I've done the same thing for 10 years. And so having a visual cue to help us get past something that's a little sticky is really, really, really damn beneficial. So, Sean, as we kind of wrap up today's conversation, I want to, I'd like to ask where the future's going. I know that recently um, I saw a gadget that from another company, not not from a dictation company, but it basically was a microphone that you would wear clipped onto your clothing and you could interface with your phone. So basically the idea is you tap on it, you know, or inter press a button or however you want to you know, determine that. You, you tap a button on your, you know, you're wearing it on your collar, if you will, or in your pocket, and you could talk to it. So it'd be like a way of saying, hey, Siri, right? But you tap it. Do you guys see us moving to that type of direction where, you know, I mean, what, what do you see for the future of interface? Yeah, so I, I really do believe that audio will become the new interface. You know, there's all kinds of um, user experience, people in my life, uh, on my team, and just in my sphere of people. And there's been a buzz around kind of, you know, human human machine interaction and what the future of voice interaction looks like. Now, if you've got an Amazon Alexa or a Google home, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, we're a far way off. And, and I would second that. I, I think we are a far way off, but there's all kinds of really interesting things happening. You know, the, one of the most, the coolest stories that I've heard of recent that really kind of paints a vision of what the future can be is a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. Her name is Amy and her dad just got new hearing aids. And so her dad was a rock star, quite literally, uh, back in the day. And so his hearing's gone. He's he's only in his early 60s, but his hearing's gone. But he's got these new um, he's got these new hearing aids, and they're connect to his phone, his TV, um, and a bunch of other devices via Bluetooth. So he can literally, with his hearing aids, uh, say you know, hey Google, if you, with on his Android right. phone, and right. they'll trigger his phone to bring up the assistant. This piece of technology is smaller than, I don't know, it looks, it's smaller than an earplug. It goes in his ears. You don't even see it. And he's able to do that. And I, I said to Amy, I said, I want those hearing aids. I said, like, <laughs> I, I'd love to have my phone in my ear all the time, all the time, every bit of, every bit of the day. And you've also got really interesting projects like Neuralink, which Elon Musk yep. is working on, you know, which is a direct connection. So instead of, you know, speech, uh, it's thought to computer. So there's all kinds of interesting and strange stuff happening in this world. And I think it's going to be really interesting to follow what happens in this line of technology. But I think right now, what we're trying to continue to perfect is how can we just get people away from the computer? How can we get them you know, to spend half the time that they do on their medical records and give them some level of accuracy? Because guess what? This is the first step on that journey. 
to make, you know, to blur the lines of, around technology and humans, you know, and I think that that's what we're, we're all kind of hoping technology would do for us. And it has to some degree, but not without its share of challenges along the way. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, like, personally, I, I like I said, I'm recommending it to everyone I know. <laughs> it is saving time. It honestly, I think it's um, a wonderful way to be able to sometimes, you know, just eat, like you said, not have to struggle with the spelling, not have to struggle <laughs> with the, you know, grammar. And on a higher level, we see that as, you know, oh, you know, it's dictation. But at the same time, it, it, it is about getting out of the office, getting work done faster, getting work done accurately. So, um, you know, I think that it's a great tool. And I think everyone should, you know, hit your website, which we're going to get all your info and have links in the show notes um, to have people give it a free trial. But... We um we kind of want to go even higher level than that today. Oh really? So tell us, Becky. Well, so I'm gonna let Sean. I feel like tell us he has been um very generous in. Yeah. So thanks, Becky. So one of the things one of the things as we kind of got you guys both using the product, um, and then you offered so graciously to do the show. I said, you know what? I'd love to give our software away to one of the hospitals that's listening to the show and not not just a single user account but basically give enough licenses for an entire hospital to use the software and you know a lot of people think of dictation software they're like oh well just the veterinarian that's not how we think of dictation software we think of everybody in the clinic so whether you're a receptionist that hates to type or your vet tech that's doing typing for somebody else. And I know the vet techs will probably be winking and nodding out there. <laughs> but we want to give a, a license of Takatu away that covers every computer, everybody that's in the clinic. And so, you know, it may be worth anywhere from, you know, a couple thousand dollars to, you know, more than that. But basically, however you guys want to do it, I don't know if you want to hit them, get them to hit you on social media, but we want to pick somebody at random and enable everybody in your clinic to get away from the keyboard a little bit every day. Wow, that is so cool. So Becky, any ideas on how we're going to give this amazing gift away from talking to <laughs> I love you? how we're just making this shit up as we go, guys. It's really great. <laughs> Becky, over to you. <laughs> That's what he does when he doesn't know. No, absolutely. We are excited. I mean, honestly, excited and and honored, really. Thank you so much. It's, it's really generous of you. And again, being so excited about the software itself. Um, I think this is a great a great opportunity. So what we're going to ask is you to go to iTunes um, or wherever you're listening, but especially over to iTunes because that's where we'll be watching. Leave a five-star or, okay, above a <laughs> four or five. I don't want to force you into a five, but rate and review and subscribe for us. And just take a quick screenshot, share it on our Facebook or Instagram, and we will put you guys into the contest. And we will, and and make sure you're tagging your animal hospital, your friends. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna hit you back up. Make sure you tell us where you work. Um, and we're gonna hit you up. And I say, what do we give them a week? Wow, yeah, I think so. I think so. Within yeah. one week, we'll do it. Also, we'll have other you know details on our social media, so definitely check us out. If you want to find out more about what Sean Wilkie is up to, go over to talkato.com, T-A-L-K-A-T-O-O, talkato.com, and you can find out more because I got to tell you, it, it is really one of those 
it's one of those time-saving devices that once you use it, you're gonna ask yourself, why wasn't I using this all along? That's how I feel. So I wanna thank Sean Wilkie for spending some time today sharing his story and experiences with us. Again, Sean, thank you so much on behalf of all veterinary professionals because you're actually trying to make our lives a little more enhanced and better and less stressful. So I gotta thank you, thank you, thank you again. You're so welcome. It was my absolute pleasure to hang out with you guys again. You guys are my favorite podcast beside my own. So. <laughs> <laughs> and his podcast is the Veterinary Innovation Podcast. So definitely check it out online or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Viewfinders, what do you think about dictation technology? Is this something that you've see would be a benefit in your practice would you like to try it when you're answering your emails or just writing your papers we'd really like to hear from you that's right you can find us on facebook where we're going to be looking for your pictures your rates and your reviews you can find us on instagram at veterinary viewfinder and on twitter at vet viewfinder don't forget guys tune in every wednesday where we bring you amazing topics like this until next time thank you so much and bye Bye. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs> I love it. Great Canadian salutation. All right. That was good. I enjoyed it. Did we miss anything? Absolutely. And I, I, like I said, I believe, I, I truly believe every word of it. I've had such a good time with it, Sean. So thank you so much for the